When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where was this all year? Padres, a sixth straight win. Their first walk-off since the opening homestand of the year. Xander Bogarts in really a wild, wacky game. Blake Snell solidifying the National League Cy Young. Padres winning again, but remaining five and a half games out with 10 to play. It's the Padres' best stretch of the season. It's coming in late September. As Xander Bogarts said post-game, better late than never. Or is it for the Padres who are four games under 500? John and Jim with you here on the wrap-up show, as AB just said in the chat, LOL, Jim looks thrilled. All right, we're going to be with you for the next hour. Uh, please subscribe if you are here. Year-round content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to anything that's on your mind. All supers we'll get to here tonight. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks as well. If you want to become a member, you can do that. You get emojis and badges custom and Click the join button down below. How about Blake Snell? Seven hitless innings. Padres did not allow a hit until the top of the ninth inning. They walk off with two outs, Jim, in the bottom of the ninth inning, sending Petco into a frenzy. There's a lot more to get into today. Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal running in the athletic about a dysfunctional organization. Marty Caswell catching up with A.J. Preller within the last five or six hours. But for a moment, the Padres have won six straight. So... What was your what was your uh, opinion on them pulling Blake Snell at 100 pitches after seven innings? One thousand percent cool with it. What's your opinion? Uh, my opinion is I'm fine with it too. Um, I think uh, no. Like here's one thing: knowing that Blake Snell is not going to be here next year, knowing that you know. He's going to win the Cy Young. I don't know if he's ever had a – he's never had a no-hitter in his career. He's never he's even had a complete, nine innings. He's never even had a complete game in his career. <laughs> so that would be very tough there too. His season high was 113. He does walk a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I'm fine with it, but I also would have probably been the person to ask him, hey, you want to keep going? And if he said yes, then I would have put him back out there. He said no. Did he say no? Yeah, he said he can't go nine. Like, is that He's, yeah? Bob confirmed? just said it. Yeah, we can't. I mean, how could he go nine if he said one hundred and five through seven? I mean, it would have taken one hundred thirty-five pitches. He said, "Okay." He said Bob Melvin said his conversation with Blake Snell was quick. Snell told Melvin it would have been tough for him to finish nine. So at that point, 
There was no reason to send him back out there for the eighth. There was zero reason. I mean, g- give me one reason to do it. I'm, here's the, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not I'm, my takeaway tonight. No, I'm gonna send. I think Blake Snell has had the best season of his career. This is I th- I, I honestly think this might be better than his Could first be. Cy Young. Could be. Set a career high in strikeouts. I think he might set a career high in innings pitched. Yeah. Uh, his ERA obviously is better, but I, I don't know. I, I just look at this year. You could argue. There's an argument there. He's had a great, fantastic season. Dude's going to get freaking paid, bro. And he's going to win the Cy Young for, you know, only seven other pitchers in baseball have done that in multiple leagues. Right. Um, how many pitchers with a no-hitter into the eighth inning do you know that have told the manager, yeah, I'm good? A lot. It's just modern baseball. I mean, didn't Clayton Kershaw have this with the Dodgers like 10 times in the last two years? I don't know, man. I want Seven innings. He wasn't through eight. Yeah. I know. Game was scoreless. There was no guarantee he could have gone nine hitless innings and he would have gotten a win or a no hitter. I just am sure there's a lot of pitchers out there. And maybe Snell is thinking to himself, I can pitch a no hitter some other time because of how, how good he can be and everything. No, he's never going to pitch a no hitter. He's never gone nine innings, to your point. It's, you're, it's not going to happen with someone like Blake Snell. And he okay. doesn't care. But I mean, how I, many no- I, I personally have been this year that aren't combined? I I personally, and you can shit on me, I don't give a fuck. All right. I personally think uh I don't know. I don't like that mentality. I just don't like just giving up on a pot- potential no hitter. Like I'm going to the wheels. I'm literally going out there and I'm trying to get that no hitter. That's just the mentality I would want out of my pitcher. But I get it. At the end of the day, uh, there's no point in risking a uh, potential injury. But you know, I, I think that's just me. That's just how I feel personally. You have a no hitter. Ser- I mean, seriously. Like you know, like what 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 changes tonight if Blake Snell caps off a no hitter? But uh, is then ineffective. Okay, fine. No hitters mean nothing, John. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue on this. All right, I'm just not. I, that's how well, I feel. Well, you are. You're the one. You're starting the conversation by saying by questioning Blake Snell's performance tonight. Like it's like no, his no, best performance I'm not questioning it. I'm not questioning his performance. You I'm just are. saying for me. I want my so, picture. And to be I'm like, giving you my opinion. I'm, t- ball, I'm giving you my opinion. Okay, and I'm not arguing with you. I'm just going to let it be. Okay. I mean, you, I'm entitled to my opinion. Am I not? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think most people. I mean, to put it in the chat. What do you think? I mean, I think there's people agree, that agree with you. I think there's people that agree with me. I think if it was eight innings. It's a completely different conversation, but it wasn't. 105 pitches. That's a lot of pitches through seven innings. I mean, you just pace it out. He's over one. Th- he would have been one thirty-five. That would have been right, a career right, high right. for him. For 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 Blake Snell, it is a lot of pitches. Yeah, it is. He pitched well. I'm with you. I mean, of course, sure, you'd prefer it, but I mean, not at the expense of his. He's going to be a free agent in ten days. No, I, I get it. For for Blake Snell, for that player, that's a lot of pitches. I think if a- it's Joe Musgrove, it's 105 pitches. I don't think he's finishing nine innings. Bro, if Joe Joe's going back out there, and you know, I it. mean, but for two more innings, if Joe is a no hitter, dude's going back out there. <laughs> you know it. We we say that, but I mean, I I don't know. I mean, you know, it's like he hasn't been healthy this year. Like, would you prefer to be healthy, or would you prefer to have another no hitter? No, I think for Blake Snell, he took he he did what he thought was right, and that's hey, 
I did what I did. I'm going to win the Cy Young. I'm going to make potentially $200 million. Like, I'm good. So that's it. It's yeah, a- I don't know if that's his mentality. I mean, I think there's a guy that pitched at Dodger Stadium last week. He didn't have to pitch at Dodger Stadium. He was offered to pitch in Oakland. He didn't take him up on that. He's been great. I'm not I saying mean, he's he not great, Sean. I'm just saying, like, in this, this moment – I think there would be other pitchers out there that would go back out there. Yeah, maybe, and there's probably some that are. I mean, he threw 105 pitches. Yeah. He was hitless through seven innings. I mean, even I hey, don't know. It's hard to criticize someone for not allowing a hit. It's like if you had allowed a hit, you would, nobody would ever I'm talk not criticizing. About it. I'm just saying, like, the mentality of Blake Snell is that's not his mentality. You don't, there's, there's, this is not a critique in any way. I'm critiquing the mentality, not the performance. Okay. The performance was awesome. The performance was amazing. But I can critique a mentality of somebody yeah and i can tell you that i disagree okay that's fine i'm not trying disagrees to, with you i'm not i'm not trying to argue this Listen, heard, like it's not it's not an arguing thing i just personally it would have been awesome to see him try to say f you go out there and try to finish off a no hitter even at 100 pitches through seven but that's you're right that's what not sucks the case he could have had a no hitter through the top of the ninth inning and you wouldn't have even known if he would have had a no hitter right because the game was you know scoreless yeah, and that that I think also played a factor in it as well. Like yeah, if probably. It wasn't, if it was like ten to nothing, you I maybe try to squeeze out. out. But at zero zero game, you don't want anything crazy stupid. You don't want anything wacky to happen to give him a loss after he pitched an amazing game. So because of the score, I think that also does play a factor in it as well. So there you go. Moises agrees with you. He says Jim's right. Pods are padding stats in garbage time. I'm concerned that this team doesn't have DNA or the DNA to perform under pressure. This run means crap. The, the run we could, is completely separate from Blake Snell tonight. I don't, I don't think Blake Snell is padding his stats in garbage time. I think Blake oh. Snell's had a really good year. You could argue that the six-game winning streak absolutely may be completely meaningless, but I, I don't think that has anything to do with Blake Snell's performance down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh to put any type of this was a great win in a vacuum you know you had yep. Blake Snell pitch great okay you have finally a clutch walk off hit that you haven't had since April 4th of this year I believe April 4th but anyway it was when Hassan came at that walk off against mm-hmm. ironically the Rockies and I've forgotten that yeah most people have but um <laughs> Yeah, and a vacuum was an awesome win. Okay. There was points in the game where you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, they had all kinds of opportunities. But uh, but yeah, it was a great win. Um, I think anything in September again, I, I you have to take with almost a grain of salt, especially when the team's out of it. You know, when a team's out of it and they start playing well, you take you have to take it with a grain of salt. Agree. And, and, and you know, a big reason why they're playing well. Is because they're out Blake, of it. Is Blake Snell. And <laughs> because they're out of it. And because they're also out of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, listen, it, I tweeted out. I mean, their playoff chances go down with a win. That's because the Cubs, Diamondbacks, and Marlins win today. Their, their elimination number, for whatever reason, technically is still six at MLB.com. I think it's wrong. They don't have the tiebreaker against the Cubs. They don't have the tiebreaker against the Diamondbacks. Um, they're down to their final you know, out in the ninth inning as a team for the year. That That's basically where they are. Fangraphs gives them a 0.1% chance of making the postseason. We've said this repeatedly. They could literally win their last 16 games. They're six sixteenths of the way, by the way, to doing that. So as unlikely as that sounds, who knows? 
they've won six consecutive games. But even by winning 16 straight to end of the year, the odds are they're on the outside looking in. So that's because of the hole they dug for themselves. I guess you'd prefer to win late than, than lose late. But I don't think this means anything related to 2024. I don't care if they go 16-0 down the stretch or 0-16. I think it has no impact, zero impact on 2024. 16 straight wins or 16 straight losses. I don't think it has any impact on 2024. No, none. Because if the impact, if if the how you finished your season impacted the next season, then this team would have won right. the World Series this year, <laughs> or at least right. been to the World Series. Right. Because you come off an LCS run and you're like, boom. It's just so many players change. So uh, their coaches change. Managers will change. Like. Mm-hmm. So many things are going to change with this team in this offseason that that's why it's hard to like parlay a really good September for a team that's out of it into like a great season next year because of how many pieces are going to be changed. Yep. I mean, it is interesting. I saw Andy Hopper, I think, tweeted out. Uh, Snell said uh, afterwards he acknowledged to himself this could be his final start as a Padre at Petco, make it memorable. He thought to himself before the game, and he did. I mean, obviously, 10 strikeouts, four walks is the reason why he couldn't go more than seven. He walked four, 105 pitches is high. That's how Blake Snell pitches. He throws a lot of pitches per inning, and he did once again here today with seven hitless in his final outings of Padre potentially at home. Sunriser, thank you, says, I'd rather see San Diego win, even though they're meaningless, with my new hope that even years or years San Diego has been good and hoping 2024 is the year. Was that a real quote from Eric so- Rupner? I asked, I saw, I saw from a couple of people on social media and I, I quote tweeted it mm-hmm. and, they, and yes, apparently it was an actual quote from the Padre CEO um, about how, <laughs> Hey, they're, they're great. in even years. Was he serious or joking? That's why I asked for audio. If someone had, mm-hmm. if someone has audio of it in the chat, like I would love to hear it because if it was a, it was a joke it must have been a joke, right? I kind of get it, but like, also read the room, <laughs> right? Nobody, nobody wants to hear that right now. Um, nobody. I, I just, you know, I mean, you got no a- giveaway. You got no giveaway tonight. I, I Rich McGuire sent me some photos. He's like, listen, the crowd's light, but it's not that light. They announced thirty nine thousand plus. I mean, you're playing the Rockies on a Tuesday, dead in the water, yet people are showing up. I mean, you got, they're announcing 39,000. I know 39,000 weren't there, but that's what they're announcing. I mean, it's, it's crazy. They're going to get all the way through this year and they're going to draw, you know, 3.2 million fans, despite the fact that they've been out of it for, for a month and a half. It's really kind of incredible. He was serious about the even years. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, I do get it. I do think there has been a little dip in, in memberships. You can't tell me there has for next year, probably yeah. For next year. I, I do think people are like, I'm sick of dealing with the drama with this team yeah. year in and year out. And yeah, next year could be a great year because they're so up and down as a franchise, but I'm not taking that chance with how much money you're asking me to pay. Right. Yeah. No, I can, I completely agree with that. Listen, I mean, I thought the most interesting thing for me was not actually the Lynn Rosenthal piece today. It was Marty Caswell with AJ Preller. Marty did a five minute interview with AJ before the game, like a couple hours before the game. That to me was the most insightful piece of information gleaned today. And I thought AJ was speaking from like a different 
perspective, almost like a different world a little bit. Like, hey, we still think we can put some pressure on, make things interesting. We know it's unlikely, but let's play this thing through. Let's see where, you know, the chips fall, so to speak. I mean, he, he's under the belief that, you know, maybe this is still a playoff team and maybe that changes the dynamic heading into 2024. It's almost like he doesn't want to believe what we all kind of believe, which is it's a bit of a lost season. Um, of course, in this one in a thousand, if something happens then something happens, but it's like AJ's unwilling to go to the, it's a complete failure. We need to hit the reset button. It's a failure. He Dude, did not go there at all with Marty earlier today. He went the complete opposite. He was like, we still have a chance. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we have, we got a shot. You heard the same thing from Manny yesterday. Yeah. And now you're hearing the same thing from Preller today. I would, I, I would appreciate some honesty. I would appreciate some awareness of like how bad this season's been to try to fool the fans and thinking that there's a chance is pretty embarrassing. Am I like to, to, like don't like I'm not stupid, AJ. I'm not stupid, Manny. Don't try to like tell me I am by saying that you guys have a chance because you don't. And it might be your excuse to not say anything until they're officially eliminated. But come on, man, you have to acknowledge that this season was an absolute train wreck. I mean, there is no way in hell, even with this nice little run in September against. Of all, I mean, guys, I mean, come on. They're, they're playing the fucking A's and the Rockies. I, I'd right, hope they, they could buy for 200 losses. Yeah. So come on. They're not playing the Dodgers and the Braves and uh, the Astros and the, the you know, what do I mean? Like, come on. I know they took two or three from the Dodgers, but the Dodgers, like, really, uh, they, whatever. Anyway, you're going to get, I, I hope you get it at the end of the season. I hope Padres fans get some honesty. But then, does that honesty cr- create change? Uh, Apparently it doesn't because they said the same things in 2021. And, you know, the article today by The Athletic was a Groundhog's Day type of article that these are the same problems that were here in 2021. And these were the same problems that were here last year, except they they won and they made it to the NLCS. So, you know, they overcame and those issues are still there. Mm-hmm. And then when they start losing, they did not overcome. So that's basically what you're going to get as a Padres fan. You're going to have years where if this team still has the talent on it and they're and, and Preller gets lucky one year in building some depth and have some guys maybe perform, outperform their contracts or whatever the case may be, you'll get teams that will win. Will they win at a high clip? That's yet to be seen. Hasn't been under Preller, so I can't say that. But you'll get a, you'll get some years here where they where they potentially will win, and you know make a little bit of a run. I don't know if they can win a World Series. Um, I just I, this team next year. I don't know if they're going to be good or not. But the problems are still there. The problems have been there. Um, they're not going away until Preller is gone, and they can mask it all they want. But those issues with this team, with Preller are always going to be there. It starts with him. You know, a lot of people were like, why are you guys blaming Manny? It's not all Manny's fault. Well, one, I didn't put all of this on Manny. He is a part of the problem. And he is a big, as a reason why his team was where it at this year, along with a, a bunch of other reasons why, but you have the highest paid player on the team who has had the worst year of his career. Coupled that with AJ Preller, who is 
not learning from his mistakes and continuing to do things that are hurting the franchise. So, yeah, I see. Here's the thing. I, I learned nothing. Uh, I mean, literally nothing. And in, in the, in the Dennis Lynn, Ken Rosenthal piece with all due respect, it's not further. I, I thought that they did a really good job with it, but I mean, this is something that we've talked about repeatedly since 2019. So here's the thing. I mean, and AJ said it himself, it's results-based. It's going to be based on your performance. They just haven't performed. That's all that matters to me. I could care less about the dysfunction. If they win, I could care less about the way he builds from within. If they win, I could care less about the amount of time he spends scouting. I don't care about any of it. I could care less about what percent of his players have been drafted or developed. I could care less. Mm-hmm. If they can win, that's what I care about. They can't win. That's the problem. And they still you know, have a lot of work to do to finish the season over 500 let alone potentially five for a playoff spot in the final 10 days of the season. Murray, thank you for the super. If you're here, guys, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Uh, Murray says, back to say one thing. Stat of the year, Blake Snell has given up one three-run homer the entire year with all the walks and base runners. That's impressive. That is crazy because he has had to deal with base runners all season long. What's his batting average against with men in scoring position? Like negative? It's like low batting average against in general. So, yeah, I mean, he's been brilliant. That's why he's going to win the Cy Young because he's found a way to navigate all year despite the fact that, yeah, his walks per nine are high, but his strikeouts are super high, and he gets out of spots all the time, including tonight with the walks. Yeah, he's been amazing. Amazing year that... This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I mean no way to sugarcoat this it was wasted unfortunately you're not going to be able to see Blake sell in the postseason with the Padres or with any other team because they didn't trade with the deadline um and you know he is going out there and doing what he needs to do to get to free agency healthy and to win a Cy Young and give you six innings of no runs and he is going to win it and make a boatload of money for it. Yeah, as he should. Kind of his job. I mean, if he was doing anything else, he'd probably be doing a disservice to himself. I mean, even if it, even if Blake Snell had pitched another five innings this year, ten, what changes? You know, for the team, probably nothing. What changes for Blake Snell? Who knows? Maybe he gets hurt. But he's going to make close to two hundred million dollars off of this year. So whatever he's chosen to do, it's worked out really swimmingly for Blake Snell. Unfortunately, not for the fan base, not for the organization, not for the team, but I, that's yep. not Blake Snell's fault. And and to say this again, because if anybody thinks like I I changed my mind on this, like I still wouldn't touch Blake Snell with a 10-foot pole in free agency. I would not give him what he will be asking for. No chance in hell. Uh, I would not. Sign, I would not resign him to the money that he is going to be asking for. 
I agree. Um, this is the best version of Blake Snell. And I don't think it's wise to give that much money to this type of pitcher. Well, this type of pitcher, if this was every year, <laughs> it For would be like career wise, like yep. his this. I'm not talking about this year. Like I wouldn't give this money to this type of pitcher this year. Yep. I'm talking about like who Blake Snell historically has been. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's just too risky. I mean, if yep. Blake Snell had four straight years of this, even that two would be Cy Youngs, and you're like, he probably dude deserves it, right? I, I mm-hmm. want this guy back, right? Mm-hmm. You're a Padres fan, but um, you know. Yeah, you I know, agree. It's yeah. too risky. I mean, they they got real holes that are going to include the rotation, unfortunately. Um, but can you throw two hundred million dollars at your rotation when you have Darvish and Musgrove hundred million dollar deals? I, I don't know. Probably not. Would be my guess. So I'd be surprised, very surprised. And Blake Snell's addressed it as recently as tonight. Blake Snell didn't want to be traded. I understand it. Um, organization could have moved him, and they didn't. That's on the organization, not Blake Snell. Blake Snell can say whatever he wants in the clubhouse. Joe Musgrove can say whatever he wants. Hey, don't make any moves. We'll kick ourselves if we make moves. It doesn't have to do with Joe Musgrove's comments or Blake Snell's. That's on A.J. Preller to make moves, and he elected not to. And maybe Peter Seidler elected not to as well. Uh, Moises, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I remember this. Preller joking around back in February. We make sure we hear what AC's thinking, and we do the opposite usually. He was joking about it, obviously. And, yeah, he says this is our GM. I mean, was that a good reflection on Preller or the organization? No. Could you discount it coming off at NLCS? Yeah, absolutely. He's the GM. But after what's happened here this year and you talk about like cultural issues, it's probably not a great look to have said something like that. Do you see Andrew Freeman shitting on uh, <laughs> Bill Plaschke? <laughs> right, like, David Best say, like we do every day. Yeah. I mean, I mean honestly, do, do you say, do you see Farhan Zaidi with the Giants shitting on whomever? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Andrew Baggerly or something. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't. Preller is a unique individual who is not like anybody else in the game at that position. He is interesting while frustrating, while kind of weird, kind of, you know, uh, you know, kind of a, I don't know, just like an enigma like he just doesn't make sense you know like he's just like this guy that goes out and plays pickup basketball at the corner at the at a ymca mm-hmm. he's also the president of baseball operations for the padres like <laughs> right. you know I, he's does out. he make people sign like um non-disclosures when he plays basketball with them or is there just no baseball talk there's probably just no baseball talk and even i bet there is probably too but you know he's just he's just a He's just a weird dude. Like that's just who he is. Um, you know he he's not he's he's a horrible interview. I mean, it's just a he's hor- not a good interview. Just yeah. an absolute horrible interview. He makes really a point to not answer any questions at mm-hmm. all, and it's kind of embarrassing how he gets away with it. Um, so. That's who's in charge of things, you know, while Peter is dealing with his health issues and and all the best of luck to to Peter and you hope that he's healthy soon. But while this is going on, you're I I don't see why Preller is not the man in charge of everything. 
Yeah, I mean, I would assume along with Eric Rupner on like the business side, but yeah, baseball operations, I would think AJ Preller is in charge. And truthfully, even if Peter Sadler was 100% healthy, I have a pretty good feeling that he trusts AJ Preller to basically make baseball decisions. We could get into the conversation about the extension on Manny Machado, but it doesn't sound like Peter Seidler is involved in every decision with the organization, or if he is, that's that's somewhat new. Right. Um, HBVVPPPJJJJ, maybe related to the other HBVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVV
you know, we had almost been led to believe that they don't talk. So who knows? Who knows? Um, Iron Lung, thank you. He says, what's up, boys? Baseball lifer from San Diego with some connections. Of course, no names, but a little birdie told me that both AJ and Bo Mel are gone after the season. We will, we will source this. We will credit you, Iron Lung, when they're both fired at the end of the year. Where to go from there, go Braves. The day that they're both moved, we're going to credit Iron Lung right here. Loyal viewer. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, for the insight. We'll see. We shall see what happens at the end of the year. I mean, you would agree, though, John, that you would be absolutely shocked if this happened, right? If both go? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. I'd put a lot of money on one of them going and one (laughs) of them by meaning Bowmel. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think the Preller thing would surprise me, but I don't know. The more we converse on it, the more we read about it, the less you hear from Peter Seidler. I get it. He's got something going on with his health. Maybe this finish, maybe this finish buys me a year, which is crazy to think about. It's crazy to even say that. But can you can you resell it to the fan base? Hey, we went eighty three and seventy nine. Wasn't that bad? I don't know. Do you think? Because right now, I mean, the worst possible sell to a fan base is firing Bob Melvin and having AJ Preller hire a first time manager again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst good. though. I That's the absolute worst though. Do you think and just hear me out? Mm-hmm. Because we know Preller's not going anywhere. Right. Do you think the best sell would and I, I hate doing this because there needs to be change. And by change I mean Preller needs to go, but like the best sell is to just run it back and keep them both because at least you still have Bob Melvin, which I think the players respect immensely. There's a small pocket of fans that think Bob Melvin is the worst manager on the planet. Okay. But at least it's easier to sell that than it is to fire him. I don't think AJ Preller, just hear me out because I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense and hear me out. AJ Preller and Bob Melvin might not get along. That's fine. I don't think AJ Preller would want to move off Bob Melvin. And here, here's why it opens him up to losing his job. So when you get rid of Bob Melvin, if you're AJ Preller, he, not that he should have any cover, but like all the covers fully lost, you'd have zero places to turn. All the attention is on you. That's why I'd bring him back if I was AJ Preller. Yeah, because I mean, I think it provides me with like cover. Like, oh no, Bob Melvin, yeah, he's back, absolutely. And then if they fail next year too, then it's easier then to you be like the Bob manager. Melvin's fault. Exactly. At that well, point, I think they'd both be gone. That's my opinion today. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, and I and, but, I've, and I've said like, there's been times I've leaned towards like maybe they should just let them both go. You know, right? Even though I I I firmly stand with like Bob Melvin's not the sole issue and problem. No, with he's this not. Team. Of course not. Um, he's had a bad year managing, no doubt I mean, about it, it. It got awful. Ten, you know, 10 days ago was awful. They were like 11 right. games under 500, you know, 10 days ago. Right. And now they've won six in a row and seven of eight or eight of nine, whatever it is. I mean, well, they went two or three against the Dodgers. They swept the, the, Ash, or the A's and then they took the first two against the Rockies. So what is that? Seven of eight and seven six in a row. Seven yeah. of eight and six in a row. So they're playing their best baseball. I, I think that's fair. And then you could, it kind of seemed inevitable that this would happen 
too little, too late. It seems like that's what's happening, and we'll see what no, happens. I call this to a fucking yeah. tee. This is what's happening. It's like pressure off, and all of a sudden, poof, they're good. Like, did you knew it was going to happen? All right, Patman is is critical here. Patman, thank you for the super. I was ready for some gym negativity and to laugh a little at the Padres, but that Snell take was absolutely unhinged, critiquing his mentality. Whoa. You don't need to reply. We already talked about it. Thank you, Patman. Double O seven four. You're not going to let me reply? You can. Absolutely. If you want. I'm, I'm not the only one in baseball that thinks that having a guy who... Well, hold on. You're not in baseball. So who in baseball are you referring to? Dude, I'm talking to... There was uh, recently an executive on MLB uh, radio talking about... I think it was the... Zach Gallen went nine innings through a complete game one night. Okay. And it was coinciding with the Blake Snell in AC's article saying that he doesn't care about going six, seven, or eight. He cares about... Like right, right, whatever. Getting five innings and he's good, and he just outlast the other pitcher. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not the mentality I would want, and I think that's also been relayed. Like, you want your pitcher to go out there and get that extra inning, right? To get that the extra, like they, they, you want that guy to extend, and you not don't want him to like, I'm done after five good innings. You know, mm-hmm. now the world of baseball. You've seen, I mean, look what happened the other day or maybe a couple weeks ago when uh, the pitcher for, who was it? The Mariners? Kirby? Okay. And he openly said like in an interview game how he was upset that he went out there for the seventh inning. Yeah, like why would they start me? Like Because like he's like, I'm not that type of pitcher. Yeah, exactly. And he got fucking destroyed by former pitchers in baseball saying how – like horrible that is to say if you're a pitcher and for a team, right? The mentality of like, I'm not going to go out there and try to get that extra inning for my guys. Like I'm just, I'm good. And that's how I view Blake Snell a bit of like being a guy that is going to potentially give you, yeah, five, six great innings, but he's not going to be that guy to be like at a hundred pitches and be like, as he's pitching an amazing game to be like, Melvin, Bob, whatever he calls him, Bomel, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going fucking back out there and I'm getting an extra inning. Like I am fucking going back on that mound. I don't know if Snell has that mentality to him. There's times where he's out there, like in the fourth, fifth, maybe the sixth inning, where he's like, he's like, yeah, it's my, let's go, right? I don't see him being that guy and it's proven tonight. Like he's not, I know it's nothing to prove tonight, but. Yeah, then, I don't. Here's the thing. Uh, your point, I think, is valid coming into 2023. I just think 2023 isn't the year to question Snell when he's like top 15 in innings I'm in not, baseball. I'm, I'm just, I'm looking, I'm talking about his overall career, John. Okay, that's fair. But I'm just, and I'm telling you, I, I don't think this is like the, I, I think it's harder to be critical of Snell off this year and a lot easier probably off last year. Well, I said the same thing about him last year, too. Yeah. And I said the same thing about him when the first year with the Padres. Yeah. And that's fair. So my opinion on him is not changing. It's not changed despite his Cy Young season. Amazing season. Um, I have to see it more. Like if he backs it up next year, then it's like, okay, he's turned a corner. He has turned that corner and he's that guy 
that everyone wanted him to be mm-hmm. because of how dominant his stuff is. I've always said this. Dude has it, when he his stuff is on, it's proven he is the filthiest pitcher in the game. He has the best stuff in the game when he is on. When he does not have control, it's a mess. Mm-hmm. So all right, thank I, you, Pat Man. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong to question that because no, I also don't, but I'm just I don't think it's wrong to just like you would like to say, like give him his flowers. Like this year is a he just he's just earned it. He's just flat out earned it. He I has. think it's absolutely critical based on what I mean. You know, April he had a slow start, fair. But from there on, it's like he's he's far and away the best pitcher in the National League. He's got like a one five since the first of May. Um, Mark, thank you for your support of this channel. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, who was uh, listening to John and Jim earlier today. Um, and I think might've been with us earlier tonight as well. On the wrap-up show, he's our title sponsor. As you guys know, if you have any insurance needs, you got to turn to Mark. He's a longtime supporter of this channel over two years since we launched. We never get this thing off the ground without Mark. And of course, we can't do this without your support. All of our viewers here live or on replay. So if you have an insurance need, I've got my auto home no what do i have i have an earthquake insurance policy a life insurance policy a homeowner's policy with mark nimitz he can save you 750 dollars or more just by switching he offers anything you need auto home renters life condo earthquake whatever you need he can save you 750 dollars or more just by switching if you want information on a new policy he'll have that for you as well san diegan lifelong padres fan huge supporter of this channel if you're looking to support a local business here in San Diego, please support Mark Nimitz. Click the link in the description. You'll get to his website and get free quotes by calling Mark or by clicking the link in the description. You can get free quotes online. If you have an insurance need, take it from me. He's a great insurance agent. I've had insurance policies with Mark for over two years. If you have an insurance need, contact Mark Nimitz. Yeah, all this information is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. All right. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Please subscribe and thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Padres, bless you. Have won six straight for the first time all year. They have 10 to play. And the final 10 games aren't exactly the most daunting in baseball history. Rockies on a Wednesday afternoon, day off. St. Louis is here. They were eliminated tonight from playoff contention in San Francisco. The Giants have been awful. And then the White Sox have been awful basically all year long. That's the finish. For the Padres, uh, HBVV, thank you again. He says, Bob is nice. Nice, do it. This team needs an A-hole. I don't think that's, I don't think that's it. You really think an, uh, a guy, like, do you really want Buck Walter as your fucking manager? <laughs> right. And No, I don't. And if you get another guy that, you know, is a, is a hard ass, right? Like Phil Nevin. You think that relationship with him and like Manny would really work? Right. <laughs> and Preller? I mean, no. We no. knew that Bob and Mel and Preller weren't going to be the best of, of buddies at all. Um, I, I'd be, I kind of want to go back and watch our like very, because that's when we first started doing the wrap up show on YouTube. And one of our first videos yeah. was talking about, I think, the relationship between. Preller and Bob. We should pull that up. That'd be so I'm fun. Pretty, I'm pretty sure I, 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 we both were like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to really like be the greatest relationship in the world, right. but yeah, but but whatever. It's Bob Melvin, and you figured they would just be good, which has kind of been the case for part of these two years, and kind of not been the case for part of these two years. Uh, Richard, thank you. 
uh, for the Supers, he likes to say, Dodger fan here, you can't move on to 2024 until the dumpster fire in the front office is fixed first. Canning Bowmel will be the ultimate Bush League move. What potential manager would take this job? I mean, there's people that would take it. Is it the right candidate? I don't know. You could question that. I mean, you know, two of their last three managers are Chase Tingler and Andy Green. So uh, you're not getting the manager of the ilk of Bob Melvin, I wouldn't think, off firing Bob Melvin and off in, you know, 80-win season. So, I mean, obviously they would they have someone that's going to take the job, but yeah, I don't think Bob Melvin getting rid of him fixes anything. It goes back to our point. You got the Machado culture thing. You got the Preller culture thing. Why are you getting rid of Bob Melvin? Right. Uh, you get Yeah. Because um, of bullpen usage. We're going to criticize the next manager's bullpen usage. I promise. Right. I know. That's the thing. If your reason for firing him is that he didn't get enough out of this team, well, it's hard to really say after he took him to the NLCS last year, right? With a with a essentially probably worse roster, right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, and if your criticism and your reason for firing Bob Melvin will be his, like you said, bullpen usage, and then a lot of managers should be fired this year oh, for bullpen usage, inclu- including usage. Dave Roberts for the last ten years, according to Dodger fans. Right, and if you're and if you're really saying you're and if these stories come out really that like, well, the front office thought that Bob cost his team you know, 10 to 15 wins this year with the usage of his bullpen. Yeah, like yeah. that is such a scapegoat mentality. Yeah, I agree. That I wouldn't put past the Padres. And by Padres, I mean AJ Preller. Yeah. I don't, you know, even if they do relieve him of his duties, you'd never hear Preller with anything of substance on Melvin, other than we appreciate his two years. Like you said on 10, you would never get a real yeah. critique ever. No. But I do think no you chance. would get reports and uh, yeah, people maybe. saying like the reasons why. And maybe, uh, you know, that place is leakier than a faucet. <laughs> loose lips sink ships. You know, I, I mean, Preller says nothing in interviews, but man, everyone loves to talk around. But there's them. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> critiques being written, aren't there? There's a lot of words. There is, man. There is. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of anonymity, a lot of, a lot lot of sources. That, which is not good for your franchise. <laughs> no, it's terrible. I mean, how they have not gotten back to the bottom of that, at least with current players or current executives, is kind of beyond me. Um, Carlos is going on, man. Thank you. Great to have Carlos here. Huge supporter of the Padres, longtime supporter of this channel. Just an overall great guy. Carlos, thank you. Uh, he says the boys start raking when it doesn't matter. Of course, Snell next year will get overpaid and we'll probably get the money and be the same old Snell buy, which is again, I think our general take. I don't think $200 million makes any sense for Blake Snell either. I wouldn't want to give him five or six years either. Someone will, and he probably deserves it. <laughs> But that doesn't mean it's a good contract. Right. Um, you know, he's going to make this contract off of what he's done this year, I think. And I think the possibility of what he could do and the possibility and the hope mm-hmm. that he can be this guy for the next three, four years. Um, I just think that is... To, to give a contract off of the hope that this guy is here to stay for the foreseeable future. That's a tough, that's a tough ask for me. And again, like to give that much money to a guy that could potentially regress very quickly. I just, uh, they, they've already made their bed. They've given, they've given the money to who they've given the money to. And it's a, according to a lot of people, like it's a virtual lock that he has gone. 
Yeah, I, I don't even know again if these sixteen games have, have anything to do with the organization's thinking or not. And if they do, it's probably stupid to be honest. Sixteen games is less than ten percent of one sixty-two, and to make any decision based on these sixteen games is probably stupid because it's September. And what are you learning from but a team that's not going you know, to the playoffs? You also know, John, that this team, and by team I mean Preller, like takes these types of situations and views them as the most positive thing in the world. Look at just right before the trade deadline. They swept the Rangers and yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, like they were, that series was going to potentially determine what they were going to do at the trade deadline instead of looking at the first 90 games of the season. Right. So I ain't putting it past them to view these last 15 games of the season as like this, seen see the light turning point when it's like did we not watch the first 145 i think they're only going to do that as a way to pr their way through it i don't think it's their actual belief just like i don't think their actual belief of the trade deadline was they were good they just wanted to sell this idea that hey we're not as bad as you think and we're going to quote unquote go for it we're not going to sell off same thing for me if they finish 81 81 the big listen you know it was wasn't where we want to be, but we went 500 this year, and we're going to be better than 500 next year. You know, like you know, that's what it's going to be. They're not going to say, "Hey, we discount these last 16 games. We think they're meaningless." Just like you guys, they're not going to do that. They're going to pretend as if they they matter. No. And they it's on my them. it's on my list of excuses that we will hear. Um, at the end of the season, that we finish strong. Yeah, yeah. Circular, thank you. Circular says, thank you for the super, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. He says, what are the odds Theo Epstein comes here? You know, I hope I'm wrong on something like this, but I'd say zero. And there's two reasons why I say that. One, I don't think AJ Preller is likely going anywhere. And two, I think that if he does go somewhere, I don't see Theo Epstein coming in. I've said before, I don't think it's a great job right now. I also think Theo Epstein has routinely said he wants to be part of an ownership group. The next time he's in baseball, that's not going to happen. You wouldn't think in San Diego. I, I don't see why Peter Seiler's giving up equity um, at this point as an owner. Maybe he would for a desire to win. But, I mean, I, I look at it as zero for 2024. What would you say? I think, uh, the, again, I think the time to make the move to potentially get Theo has come and gone. Like, And that was 2021. If you truly wanted to make this move for Theo, mm-hmm. it will should have happened two years ago. Yeah, right. So, I yeah, mean, who knows where you are right now? I want to. Right? Can I? Yeah, I'm gonna address. What this do you got? Quick. I'm just a negative <laughs> dude. Bottom line. Like, do I have negative qualities about myself? Absolutely. I, negative I, qualities? Are you like your qualities like, are negative? Or you're no, no. A negative like, person? I mean, not, not negative qualities about myself, but like <laughs> when I watch sports, I'm I'm a very uh, bad fan. I'm not a good fan, right? I, I I I always prepare for the worst, and I hope for the best, but I'm always in that like I, I uh, try to prepare myself. For the for an eventual loss, and if the team ends up winning, then I then it obviously surprises me. I, I I'm not a very like rah rah pom poms out type of guy. That's just that's just my fandom. Mm-hmm. It's 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 my yeah, fault. Fair. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I just I suck at it. Okay, but if you're talking about the Padres season, Jimmy, great name by the way, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, what do you want, dude? Like, do you want me to sit up here 
and on the wrap up show and John and Jim and and be positive when I, I, there's nothing to be positive about here. Like overall, like I'm there. Start there. There are things to be positive about Snell, Campisano. Like yes, there are things to be positive about individually. But like the overarching thing about this team is is a, is a failure. I mean, if you're okay with that, if you're okay with the expectations at the beginning of the year being World Series and now fighting their way to get to 500 is like, okay, I'm sorry. That's not how I'm wired. I'm not wired like that. I can't just completely view this season as like, well, you know, it's okay. They finished 500. Like I'm just not, I try to keep it real as possible. And if you think I'm a negative dude, that's fine. But I kind of view it as like, if the team sucks, I tell you, they suck. If the team wins, I tell you, you know, and yes, you'd be like, well, they've won six in a row. They've won six in a row, and they're still 74 and 78. That's not really something I'm should get excited about. Right. The expectation is you went to the NLCS last year, go make a deep run, and that's not going to happen. So if you want to keep it even keeled and see it beyond day in and day out, even though we cover this team day in and day out, the truth is the season's been very disappointing. Have the last six games been better? Of course they have. What real impact is that going to have on the team now and moving forward is very arguable. Would you agree, um, would you agree with me on Adam that I'm not the best fan? Yes, <laughs> probably. Um, but that's okay. I think it's it's whatever the way you. I want to get to this actually from Adam and oh, Adam. Sorry. Thanks for coming back after uh, last night. But um, whatever the the way you you speak typically, whether it's on John and Jim or here, gets people riled up. So I'm I like it because I'm just whatever you real, dude. it's real like, and raw, and you <laughs> piss people off, and it's a good quality. Um, but Adam says. And it's not nobody's saying rebuild. I don't think. Have we used the R? Have we used the rebuild word recently no. or today? There's no. There's no. There's no. They can't rebuild. <laughs> there's nothing rebuild. But he says when you have a core of three to four potential future Hall of Famers still on your team, we just need to plug holes with young energy and get two pitchers and we roll. Let me just say this. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jim. There is one future Hall of Famer on this team, potentially two. Where do you think I'm going? The one future is Manny Machado. Soto. Where do you think I'm going? Right. There's Soto has a very good chance. I guess I would give it actually 2.5 on this team, but he won't be here next year. And that would be Josh Hader, who has unbelievable numbers for a closer, even historically, right? He's like the closer of his generation, arguably. Yeah, we could outside, argue. Outside, 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 outside shot at Bogarts or not? Nah? I don't think... I don't think so. We could look at the numbers. Maybe hits outside, now. outside, like Snell, outside, 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 right? Snell, I don't think anything. There's no chance. Way. Bogart's outside, 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 outside. Tatis, he could have Hall of Fame numbers. So maybe if the writers that semantics. vote yeah, decide they're semantics. not a bunch of fucking losers. But but my point is this, Adam, and your point's valid. There, there's some really high level talent here. I don't think there's more than two Hall of Famers, and that's Max on the 2024 team. And I think that's Machado and Soto if Soto's still here. Right, because uh, Hater's not here. Tatis maybe semantics, but the PED thing, so that's fair. But I don't know. The Angels have two Hall of Famers for the last seven years together. You know, eight years. Jr. And says that I'm not negative analysis anymore. I'm toxic. <laughs> we should put a poll in the chat about you. I don't know what it would say. Do you think Jim is negative? How I can't wait to see what percent of people would say yes. 
is Jim negative or does Jim tell it how it is? Yeah, put that. I mean, what I mean, toxic. Like, does that mean? Is it is toxic? It like with it, well, Ken Rosenthal and Dennis Lynn are running about this organization, right? Because I have so many inside sources. <laughs> um, toxic. What's the comment? You're toxic. I haven't seen it. Yeah, like I, it's not negative analysis anymore. It's toxic. Oh. I, I'm curious. Uh, JR, please follow up. We'll put I, the next comment yeah. in up here. Please follow know, up. Like, am I negative or am I just like reacting to what I see? James, like Dave Pelle. No, Dave, <laughs> Dave. Dave's one, a Dodger fan. Two, I mean, Dave goes way over. But I, I think Dave also tries to tell it like it is. I mean, look, dude, just go back and listen to, to wrap-up shows and John and Jim's from last, last year, year when they made the postseason. Like, was I being toxic then? Was I being negative then? I mean, yeah, there was parts yeah. where I was upset. It was, like, annoying if, like, no, this you just keep it really, around. just being honest. You're offering your true opinion. Now, people may disagree with it. I may disagree with it at times, like you disagree with me. But you are offering your actual opinion. It's an opinion, guys. I mean, Correct. toxic. toxic is, like... Trying to think of who is toxic. You would say yeah, probably. Yeah, honesty <laughs> equals toxic. I guess. I mean, I guess. I don't know, dude. Oh man, don't I'm overthink not, it. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you guys, like, I'm not okay, and and I, I'm telling you also too, you shouldn't be okay with this season, being how it and how it's going to end, with them not making the postseason and maybe finishing 500. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know if people are like okay with that. And they just is like taking that as I'm being too negative and toxic. Iron Lung, thank you. Um, he says when Bobby Cox retired, Brian Snicker stepped in from AAA and fit like a glove. Was that the next move after Cox? Was Brian Snicker? I do yeah. not remember that. Dude, um, it has uh, what's the GM's name there? Antha. Antha. Yeah, yeah, Alex Antopoulos. Antopoulos, yeah. How long has he been there for? I don't know. Uh, why you think you you want him? No, Too bad. Well, of course, of course, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> want the Padres to have him. But I'm just saying, like, if if he was there during the Bobby Cox final years, I don't know if he was. I don't know about that. But that's a cult. That's a culture thing. The culture is from the top down, and it it's pretty damn good there. He's been there since 2017. <laughs> Um, yeah, they got a great culture. Absolutely. They've been one of the best teams in baseball since he's been there. There's no question about it. Um, but he says, okay, Snicker stepped in from AAA, fit like a glove, been doing great. Is there a minor league coach for the Padres they can fit in? I I, I have no idea. I don't know how the perception is going to be. You're, you're going to get rid of Melvin. See, the difference in Cox Snicker in that analogy is Cox retired. I mean, Melvin's like 61, isn't he? He's not old. So, like, it'd be one thing if Melvin was truly stepping away. It's another thing if you force him out to go hire the San Antonio missions manager. That's a little odd, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I don't know who's managing in double A or triple. I have no idea. I should know. But I want to. I, I, I want to. Um, hold on. I want to. So I really want to put this poll up. Do I think it. I'm, what should I? Hold on. What should I say? Oh, Lord. What? Is Jim 
what is Jim? And then put negative for one and honest for the other. Probably know it. Okay, hold on. My stupid computer is so slow. I need to buy a new computer. You really do. I mean, this is from 2019. Or no, no. No, it's from what? before that, isn't it? It's like 2015, actually. 2015, dude. It's like the Preller got the job and you're like, I need a computer. You've been waiting for him to get fired to get a new computer. Right. This this computer, I keep this computer as long as Preller is the GM and president of baseball operations with the Padres. Well, then you might have a freaking in your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Um, start a poll. What is Jim? <laughs> negative? Negative. Honest. negative. Both, neither, or just negative and negative honest? Negative slash toxic. I hate him. <laughs> hate him. Or honest. Okay. I won't okay, say it's it. up. Um... There you go. It's up there? Yeah. What is Jim? Negative slash toxic or honest? Okay. Keep me updated on on how that goes. <laughs> give, it, give it five minutes. Um, vote on that. It's pinned at the top of the chat. Uh, if you're here, thank you. Subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers like Murray. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Murray says, watching wrap-up show on big screen and playing. What is this? Mahong? With code red Mountain Dew, I'm loving life. Hope everybody else is too. Do you know what that is? M A H J O N G. What is that? Is that game? I don't, I don't know. Sounds cool though, Murray. Thank you, man, for hanging out late night. This is on the West this Coast. is it, Miles. What? Correct. <laughs> How many people are watching us right now live on the East Coast? Anyone watching live on the East Coast right now? Two in the morning, spending your two a.m. with us. Rich blames Aaron. No, she's a saint. You can't blame her for anything. We're going to get back to the Supers in one second. Let us know where you're watching from right now. And while you do that, uh, we Chinese want to card thank game. Partners. Okay. Uh, I want to thank our partner at Aura. They are located right here in San Diego. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge lifelong Padres fan, a native San Diegan. Offices right here in Liberty Station, where Jim did dinner tonight, by the way, with Aaron and family. Uh, ORA.organic plant-based nutritional supplements. They've got them for you. All their products are plant-based. I take their probiotic every day, have for a year and a half. It's an amazing product for digestion. If you have any digestion needs, any probiotic needs, you should be taking this probiotic from Aura. ORA.organic. They have pre-workout supplements, proteins for after workouts, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take their omega-3 oil. It's plant-based. They have Sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. Shop at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. If you're looking to get healthier, you got to go to Aura. If you want to support this channel, make sure to check them out. Click the link in the description down below or go to ORA.organic. Shop as you watch or listen to the wrap-up show. And again, please support our channel and support our partners, especially our local partners like our buddy Will at Aura. Yeah, go there right now, www.ORA.organic. They have everything you need. To live a healthy lifestyle, um, if you are thinking about starting to take some supplements to become healthier, or is the best place to go. Uh, all of their supplements are plant-based and organic. If you love to work out and you want a pre-workout, they have the best pre-workout out there. Raspberry, raspberry lemonade flavor. It's delicious. Go there right now. 
www.ra.organic. And uh, once you take it, tell us how you feel. But I guarantee you, you'll thank us later. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you, Aura. All right. Couple, what, what's the result of your poll? 56% say that I'm honest. Oh, good. So more people think you're honest than toxic. That's nice. 44% Only 44% of the people think you're toxic and negative. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You're good, dude. You don't, don't lose sleep. Uh, Carlos, thank you again. He says, uh, Preller needs to go. Resign Hater. Buy Snell. Extend Soto. I'm all for extending Soto. I don't know. What's if I'm up, all dude? For Carlos hasn't been in the chat for a while. I know. Time. It's good to have Carlos here, dude. Carlos, where have you been? Working? Carlos was doing the wrap up show. It would, every game, it would be. You think I get. Emotional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos and Jim are like BFFs. Dude, um, if we had a wrap up show, I mean, Carlos, holy shit. Again, Carlos is a real. I mean, Carlos is honest. Carlos wants to see this team succeed, and he's upset that they haven't. Dude, I was. Um, when, I, when I was back in. Uh, and I'll get to I'll get to Carlos in a second here. When I was back in uh, Jersey, we were watching the Padres Phillies game on TV, and and Aaron's dad, right? I mean, this is true East Coaster. Phillies are up like six nothing, right? They're just killing the Rich Hill, and I think like Castellanos like struck out. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, he was like so <laughs> upset about it. That's amazing. And I was like, dude, they're up six nothing. Like, dude, they're fine. It's just a different type of fandom over on the, I mean, it's just totally different. Like, you know, they're up eight, nothing and guy grounds out to first. and He's like, come on. Like, it was just so funny to like witness the type of different fandom there is on the East coast. Great story. All right. What would you like okay. to <laughs> respond to Carlos? Shut up. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't resign hater because I would never sign a uh, closer to that much money. I wouldn't sign Snell for the amount of money that he's going to get and want. And I would definitely extend Soto. And yes, Preller needs to go, even though he won't. Yeah, I'm not keeping Hater. I'm all for extending Soto, and I'm all for Snell walking. Um, so I'm with you at least two-thirds of the way there, Carlos. Hey, Hater, I mean, if there was a value, I don't see it as a value, unfortunately. Coming off this type of year, the Edwin Diaz deal, I, I just don't see it. I really don't um, as a value. By the way, has anyone seen Venus McChicken? I saw that name in the chat. It's been a while since Venus McChicken. Has, who else has not been in the chat for a while? Put it in the chat. What the fuck? Why did you think that? Well, because you mentioned, like, we haven't seen Carlos for a while. I'm like, I haven't seen Venus McChicken. You haven't said Venus McChicken. Where's Venus McChicken been? Um, HBVV says HSK needs a gold membership to Hong Kong's in TJ. Why? Yeah, Will why? Kim play again for the rest of the year or not? I don't know. He's hurting, man. I don't think so. You he got will. no Kim. You got no Cronworth. You got no Musgrove. You got no Darvish. And it's like the best they've played. Well, it's because <laughs> you have an infusion of like young talent mixed with oh, mixed Richard Simmons. <laughs> oh, God. Mixed with like, you know, guys getting multiple playing time. And it's not just the same lineup every single night. And it's not the same guys every single night. And, it also helps that they're playing the A's and the Rockies too. Yeah, that's probably true. Yep. Probably helps that they're out of it. There's less pressure. Yeah. Adam I mean, asked even a question. Even wasn't in the lineup. Adam What's asked question? a question. And I think we talked about it today on on John and Jim. It's a le perfectly legitimate question to be asked about Peter Sather's health. Mm -hmm. And 
while the first thing that should matter to Peter Sather right now is his health, like Padres are a definite second, you know, I do think it plays a role in things going forward. If Peter was healthy, um, who knows, right? But I do think that, um, and this we were going to talk about this yesterday, but the Manny stuff happened with his injury. And I mentioned it on John and Jim. Like, this to me, while if everything was fine and if Peter was fully healthy, which you hope he gets to that point, there was a slight chance that maybe things would change, that maybe he would realize like that AJ is the problem. And he, maybe he would understand that like, okay, yeah, I can't, I can't keep doing this, but because of what Peter is going through right now, it is very less likely if almost virtually impossible that a major change is made from Peter because yeah. the type of, um, you know, time, and effort it would take to need to to replace Preller and to go out and talk to people about a you know who is a good and like really just like dive in headfirst on finding the next baseball president of the baseball operations would take a lot of effort for somebody who right now needs to be focusing on his health. So, yeah. On the other side of the conversation is Tim recognizing how long we've been on the air tonight. <laughs> but it's amazing what you can do in like an hour. It's amazing what yeah, you can I mean, do in like If you maximize minutes, your time, you, you get a lot done. <laughs> you can get a lot done in an hour. You can get a lot done in about three minutes, you know what I'm saying? I don't. <laughs> I guess I do. But, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. There's a lot of things you can do. Thank you, Tim, for hanging out. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim. Thank you, Rich. Um, where'd you go, Stoner Buena Forqueta tonight? We're we going either. We actually pulled an audible, didn't go either. What? We went to the, we went an easy route. We went to Yard House. Where is that again? Is that South Park? No, that no. is in oh, by the, the Mission Valley Mall. I like that place a lot. It's really good. I do too. Bunch I of just TVs. didn't expect you to go there for, with uh, with dad. Just because you said you're going to Buena Forqueta. Well, we were, but it's just easier. This place is easier and it had more options. It had pizza and burgers and salads. And, you know, not saying that Buena Forqueta didn't have salads or Stone didn't have those things, but my dad isn't, my dad and my stepmom, they don't drink. So neither yeah. do I really. I mean, occasionally, just kombucha, like a drink. Um, Kevin, real one, 2 a.m. That's like late, later than it is here. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Appreciate it. 2 a.m., man. This team's four games under five. Padres fans, man. I'll tell you, Padres fans have been incredible. Like, I'm not kidding when I say that. You've heard me say that a lot this year. Like, we got hundreds of people here live. We got thousands of people that watched our replay. You got 40,000 people at Petcar or somewhere near that, whatever. You got people watching at 2 a.m. talking about Ken Rosenthal articles and Marty Caswell conversations with the GM, right? I mean, people are into it, right? And that's the that's the benefit the Padres have. Everyone's all in. Mm-hmm. They just got to figure this thing out. They got to make sure that they have a level of success sustained. And right now they haven't figured that part of it out. People are still on board. Imagine if they actually became like fully competent. Not to say they're fully incompetent. I don't think that's that's fair. But if they were like, 
they don't have to be Atlanta. They don't have to be Houston. They don't have to be the Dodgers. But I don't know, just a semblance <laughs> of an organization that consistently wins. Yeah. Milwaukee, I don't would know. Be not, would be nice. St. Louis. Maybe next year. Maybe not. That's Are not we done? Very nice, great friends. What happened? What was this is uncalled for? Oh wow, Jim, are you going to wow. shave that crappy beard for your wedding? You've had a beard for like since you were like six or something. You said. Yeah, I I came out of the womb with a beard. Are you going to have that? I don't give That's a shit. That's a really good question, though. I, I'm a, Jim will definitely have a beard for the wedding. There's no question in my mind. Yeah, bet the house on that one. Minus a billion. <laughs> right, exactly. If you've had it, imagine if you just shaved like the day before, you'd look so different. I'd, she'd also kill me. <laughs> would she? Yeah. And I would hate you myself. Should... <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God, dude. The first look turns Can into... you fake it somehow? You should like pretend like... There was an app one time where you could take a video of your face and like it shows you without a beard. And I was like, oh, God. It's like the time that Jim sent me a picture of himself. He's like, yo, this girl's like hitting on me on Instagram. And it was like just a girl version of Jim that he like used some app and he wanted me to say this girl was hot. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Whatever you're saying. Look, great friends. I said this the other night. The only way I shave my beard is the Padres make the World Series this year. Whoa. These comments are off the rails, which means we're probably somebody said third hit piece is what this team needs right now. The hit pieces are like this team is motivated off these off these articles, which aren't hit pieces, but whatever. Um, guys, if you're here again, the best place to play fantasy sports is with our partner Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com use promo code PodsRap P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P. You'll get a 100 percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. They've got this featured pick'em going on right now where they're giving you a pick them. Will Daniel Jones throw for one or more yards? Yes, he will against the Giants. No, not the Giants. What's San Francisco's team name? The Niners. New York is the Giants. Did you know that? How about this? San Francisco has a Giants and they have a Niners, but the Giants are in San Francisco. John Fax. Anyway, if Daniel Jones throws for more than a half <laughs> yard, you get one pick them and then, you know, figure out the rest, right? You could pick like, Tyreek Hill to have higher than 91 and a half total yards or not, or higher than 90 and a half receiving yards. Simple as that. $20 wager pays 60 bucks. They're giving you half of that. Underdogfancy.com. Their drafts are going on right now. MLB, uh, NFL, obviously, week three action, whatever it is. Draft starting at $3. NFL, MLB, Pickums, underdogfancy.com. They're giving you a pick'em right now. Use promo code PodGiraffe. That is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. NFL is back. Take advantage at underdogfancy.com. Use promo code PodGiraffe. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Uh, Asa, dude. Um, Asa? Why are you talking like that? What does the poll say? Well, because Chad wanted me to talk and say, Sa, dude, in Coach's voice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, do you want to do any... Impression <clears throat> since we've been here for two hours. Sup, dude. I can't I can't even do coach's voice in a sub, dude. Oh, uh, so dude. By the uh, way, th- thank you guys for getting us over 1,000 subs. We said that last night on John and Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. Um the poll right now stands at 58% honest. Oh my gosh. You're 42% good. say that I'm negative and toxic. <laughs> That's not too bad. 42%. It's <laughs> not terrible. Hey, man, if this is an election. I win. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, all right. That's it for tonight. We're back tomorrow at three. San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app, YouTube. Search for John and Jim 760. Click the link in the description down below. Find us on YouTube, John and Jim, every single weekday, 3 to 6, right here on YouTube, talking about, well, the Padres series finale against the Rockies, which kicks off at, what, 1 o'clock tomorrow? Can the Padres sweep another series and make it seven consecutive wins and keep those playoff hopes alive down the back stretch? We'll be talking about it tomorrow at 3 and then tomorrow night right here on the wrap-up show. All right, support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, our title sponsor. Whatever your insurance needs are, Mark can help you. He's been our title sponsor since day one. Click the link in the description down below. Aura, ORA.organic. If you want to get healthier, plant-based nutritional products from ORA.organic. Click the link in the description down below. Underdog Fantasy, we just told you NFL is back. They are giving you a pick em winner. Essentially, use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Hopefully, Tim, hopefully another article tomorrow morning to get this team motivated to win. And John seven. can tweet out, when will Jim wake up to respond to this? What's the <laughs> over-under? 10.30? I, I said 10.13. But I knew you'd be up. You're always up by like 9.40. When when, when, these, the next hit piece that comes out or the next like breaking news, like Bob Melvin's been fired, that happens at like 7.30 a.m. and you tweet that out, I'm just not going to say anything. And then Good. think and have everybody think that I'm You're just dead. Like, dead. <laughs> like, but is anyone going to do like a wellness check? Like, is anyone going to be no, over? Everyone be like, thank goodness. All right, Can't we'll see the next guy. time. So, man, what you, you know? You're such a liar. If Preller gets fired at 7 a.m., you got probably an automatic Preller fired alert, like set up in your phone to like set alarms off in your home. I have a tweet already put in my drafts, ready to go. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Dude, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow at 3. Peace out. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.